You matter in God's story. Hello and welcome to the Ignite Youth Podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams, and I am joined by our, what What would you like to be, our pinch hitter, Colin <laughs> McCaffrey today? That could work, yeah. <laughs> that could work. Colin has taught the first lesson at youth as uh, we're regathering after the summer, and he's here to, to share a bit about it today. That sounds good to me. Yeah. So what did you guys talk about at youth? Uh, well, we're talking about how um, how you fit into what God's story is, his plan mm-hmm. for, for your lives and how um, your emotions don't necessarily dictate what his plans are, but they, uh, they, do, they are very helpful for informing us of where to go and how to interpret things that happen. Yeah, that's a good thought. Our our emotions, I think, are kind of a, they can be a loose cannon at times, sometimes. They can be. (laughs) They can lead us in uh, in ways that we maybe don't really intend to go. Yeah, that's true if we're too driven by our emotions. Mm -hmm. So so what do we do then? (laughs) Well, I think that at that point, we want to be um, listening for God's voice and Mm -hmm. trying to stick through with how we hear him speaking to us, not just how... A situation makes us feel or something strikes us and we're really excited about it and it sounds really good but mm-hmm. to you know come back to focus on on who God is and what his plan is for us yeah what story did you guys talk about this uh, week so mm-hmm. I wanted to share something that had mm. was significant to me but then also would be appropriate for the kids so sure i helped out this summer uh i rode the bus up to camp kakwa um, to be a bus monitor oh neat that sounds like a fun job it was a fun job yeah Yeah, it was a very long day but it it was lots (laughs) of fun so i met lots of new kids um and some of the students on the way up there they were i don't know they were just talking so i went back to talk with them for a bit and they were Mm -hmm. talking about these these bracelets that they had on and i commented on them they told me how much they cost i was shocked and i said well that's just string so they yeah. ended up then giving me a nickname. They called me String the rest of the time. Oh. And then, so throughout the bus ride, they kept calling me saying, String, come here. And so I go back and talk to them. And then, now I'm not very familiar with these new apps that are out there. So, okay. um, oh, I don't know if I can get the name of it right. But basically they would have a cell phone. They said, okay, we're going to take a picture. It's going to take the front camera picture of you and the back camera picture of oh, us. Be so real. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, so they had me do that. Mm-hmm. And then before I knew it, there was like seven kids with their phones all out taking pictures of me. Yeah. And within a five minute span, <laughs> I think they had taken a thousand pictures. Like the yeah. one girl was scrolling through. Yeah, these are all you. And said, yeah, wow. you're, you're now the background picture for our camp group chat. And Aww. I was like, okay, well, yeah. I, I've never felt that <laughs> that important before in my life. And at that moment, it was, yeah, it was quite interesting. Oh, wow. That's, yes, that is quite the story. I imagine you felt very, um, I don't know, loved or accepted, <laughs> yeah, admired, yeah. all of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a good feeling. That is a good feeling, mm-hmm. especially with someone that, you know, you're just getting to know or yeah, they don't I, really know you. No, I don't think I had met any of those. Well, no, one of the, one of the students I had previously met, I don't yeah. know if she would have remembered me, but yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, that's good. So... What are you saying then when you so, feel significant? I think that our real source of significance should come from uh, from knowing God and having a personal mm-hmm. relationship with him. 
Uh, and the story um, that we share is gets into talking about the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. And it, I've often wondered about the, the younger son, the one who asked for his inheritance early of, yeah. you know, what was going on in, in his life before? Obviously, this is a parable that Jesus told. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's not other history to it. It's a made up story. Um, but still, what was going through his life where he thought, you know, my life here at home, I can have more. There's more out there that I want. And if I could just have the money to go and do that, Mm -hmm. that would be, that'd be fantastic. I can live my best life. Yeah. It doesn't sound like they were a a poor family. It sounded like they were fairly Mm -hmm. wealthy. So he probably was quite privileged even at home. It would seem like it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, If there was other servants about and that multiple servants and they all had lots to eat all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, they must've been a very well-to-do family you would imagine so i wonder why he did it then yeah i again maybe it's coming down to the you know we talked about feelings how Mm -hmm. that you don't want that to direct your path but i wonder if he still had a feeling of insignificance Mm. um or it came from selfishness of of wanting more seeing Mm -hmm. you like i see what my dad has and he's in charge of all these things where i'm you know, I'm maybe third, third in line because mm. his older brother was, you would know, have inherited the, more, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so maybe he wanted to strike out on his own path and try his own thing and make his own mark in the world instead of following in his father's footsteps. He did it in a funny way though, because you would think that if he wanted to really be like a self-made man, he would have just gone <laughs> without, you yeah. know, taking anything yeah. from his father. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I always found it very interesting in that story so back at that time for him to ask for his inheritance he's basically saying dad i wish you were dead now yeah because that's when you get your inheritance yes you know after i passed away and so that must have been extra hard for the dad to hear that Mm -hmm. but then like an awfully bold statement coming from from a son oh yeah that would hurt i think so yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah i uh I wonder what he would have been like. <laughs> and then he yeah. had this older brother that stayed back. Yeah. So it's it's interesting how the older brother, he was... Uh, so in the story, Jesus doesn't ever say that he was wrong to feel that the way that he felt about, you know, my brother, he ran off and squandered everything we had and, uh, you know, did things that we wouldn't talk about family gatherings because mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's inappropriate. Oh, yeah. Um, and you're having a party for him yeah. and the dad didn't say well of course we are like you know he or that even saying that son you shouldn't feel that way your brother's back but i think acknowledging yes your brother has mm. sinned but we thought he was dead yeah. and here he is so let's celebrate his life hmm. that's an important point that the father recognized the older son's emotion mm-hmm. hmm. i had never picked up on that before yeah yeah, that would probably have made him feel significant, like you were saying. Yeah. To and, be, uh, you know, recognized or validated in yeah. how he felt. Yeah, and where he said, you know, you've always been with me. Yeah. And everything that I have now is yours. Which is another point that I always found interesting, where it wasn't like, the dad isn't saying, well, okay, well, now we're going to s- split the inheritance again. Like, No, yeah. the younger son, you got your inheritance. Unfortunately, uh. it's gone. And he says to the older son, everything I have is yours mm-hmm. so nothing was taken away from the older son um, to be split again he still got 
his appropriate hmm. share of the inheritance, as far as we can tell from what's shared in the story. Wow. That's amazing, you know, and a, like we can apply that with, you know, God doesn't love us any less because he also loves so-and-so or mm-hmm. people who maybe have strayed. Right. Hmm. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah. One statement that I had heard that has always stuck out to me, it says, you will never come face to face with someone who God loves any more or with someone mm. who God loves any less. Yeah. That regardless of your situation, from your background, wherever you've been in the world, the things that you've done, mm-hmm. um, God will always love you the exact same. Wow. Mm, that's a comforting thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that we can never do anything or stray far enough that he won't yeah. welcome us back yeah. or still <laughs> love us, right? Yeah. And a- another point back to the story of the prodigal son, the dad mm-hmm. was don't know for sure that he was necessarily watching but he he had his eye out to the horizon while he was outside working mm-hmm. and when he recognized this is my lost son the son i thought was dead the fact that he ran to them in that like in that society at that time men didn't run children ran mm-hmm. uh, but men did not run and so the fact that jesus mentioned that specifically he ran to his son mm. and embraced him and kissed him yeah and said, okay, it's time to party. He's home. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we certainly do hope that everyone who who is part of the youth group, everyone who comes, who mm-hmm. who chooses to be a part of this, if even if you're just invited out for one night and the first time there, we really do want everyone to feel like this is a place for them. Yeah. To be welcoming all the time. And... Yeah, we want as a group everyone to everyone to feel that and join in and and be part of that. What practical things can we do to make people feel like they belong? Well, I think if uh, listening to what others have to say, I think mm-hmm. lots of times we have a tendency, you know, there's a few people that like to always always mm-hmm. voice their opinion or yeah. you know, share all that, but to give other people a chance to speak um, and to be heard, I think that's probably even more and more important actually listening mm-hmm. um, and to, to find out about where people are at to yeah. you know we're talking about this um, you matter in God's story and each of us have a story of our own and to try and enter into other people's stories as well and find out where they're at in life what's happening with yeah. them and, and journey along with them mm-hmm that's a great thing about youth group is all the connections mm. you make, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, with the leaders and the other, the yeah. other students. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I think as, as one of the volunteer leaders, it's quite, quite interesting to, you know, that some kids asking things that have happened, you know, like in my life, or you yeah. know, how was your day today, and yep. and to interact that way and see it's, you know, it's a, it's not only, you know filling into the kids from your life but you get you get refilled as well yes yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's always uh it's always really lovely when the connection goes both ways yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i think it's um from this all an important um important part of this is that jesus does make the first move Mm -hmm. that he's not just there waiting you know silently okay finally they're paying attention to me yes um where he wants to reach out all the time. And I don't know, I think a lot of kids would 
and I think a lot of adults as well, mm-hmm. think that, you know, God is so distant, so far off. Yes. And, or I have done things that are so terrible that he could never, never accept me or never love me. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember way back when I was youth pastoring, one of the kids, he, we had gone to the park to play the one night, uh, whatever, football or whatever, and we were coming back. This kid, he didn't want to come into the church. I was like, why not? He says, well, the church will probably burn down if I go in there. Like, I've heard that before, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't understand what, what you even mean by that, but I guarantee you that's not going <laughs> to happen. Um, you're welcome here yeah. in whatever state of life you are. Mm-hmm. And I think along with it, though, it is important to know that you know God loves you so much. He's not just going to leave you in your lost and mm-hmm. broken state. Um, and it's not for him to have control over you or to tell you what to do, but he loves you and wants what's best for you. Mm -hmm. And so to lead in that. And I think that's part of belonging too, of being part of a group where people have, you know, a shared, shared beliefs and shared vision and what we want to see happen in the world and just through Mm -hmm. the lives of students and, and how we can impact the world around us and make it a better place of, of accepting and, and loving others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a good, it's a good thing to strive for. Mm-hmm. You know, we did a devotional, uh, our staff does one together and, uh, someone read the phrase recently that God is never passive in our lives. There's never a time when he is, um, absent or passive. And I just was just reminded of that now. And that was, uh, I don't know. I think it stood out to most of us to hear that, just to remember, you know, that when you go through something rough or, you know, when you sort of don't feel God or can't feel him, right? that doesn't mean he's <laughs> not there. That means that, <laughs> you know, that's something that we mm-hmm. need to look for him. Right. Um, open our eyes, open our ears, whatever it may be, but be more active in, like you said, listening. Um, and that's part of... Yeah, community too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Yeah, and sometimes I think God is not inactive, but maybe quiet on mm. purpose to um, to help us learn a lesson maybe that we need to learn or to yeah. see things in a different way um, or maybe just quiet just until we come and turn back around and say, okay, God, I'm... I'm ready now. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. Because he's also not pushy. No. <laughs> <laughs> or rude or demanding, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Do you have any closing thoughts as we wrap up today? Well, I certainly do hope that um, in our group that everyone can feel a sense of belonging, feel like they want to be part of God's story and see how that story plays out in their lives. Mm-hmm. And we're willing to have anyone come out and just join in along with us on that journey. Awesome. Thank you very much, Colin. I appreciate you taking the time to record this podcast. Um, Yeah, it's been great having you. Thank you Um, very much. If you'd like to get in touch with Colin, do you want to leave your email address in case anyone wants to send you a line? I can do that. Sure. Yep. It's McCaffreyCollin77 at gmail.com. Perfect. And my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com. So thank you so much for tuning in and we look forward to connecting with you soon. Have a great week. Bye.